all the time wasting no one. Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. Hey, welcome back to a new season, new episodes, new ideas, new concepts. You know, and one thing that you'll consistently hear over this next almost half hour or so is going to be the idea of new. You know, what? as I've thought about over the last couple of months and, and how these things have impacted me over the last couple of years, I think about the idea and the concept of new. What does new mean to me? What does new mean to you? And as I've had an opportunity to reflect, you know, a lot of times as we, and I'd really planned this, originally planned this for the beginning of the year, as we talk about, you know, everyone wants a new start. They want a, new, a fresh start. But <clears throat> sometimes the idea of new can bring a barrage of different feelings to you that you may not have actually anticipated or um, planned for, right? But as I thought about this, I really took some time. I was going to put this out a couple of months ago. And I had to take a step back for some things we'll talk about over the next several episodes, but just um, for a lot of different reasons, I had to just kind of take a step back and be more self-reflective of, you know, a lot of the topics that I was going to bring forth this, this season. But the idea of new to me is an interesting concept when put in perspective. You know, I think about how new can make you feel different in a lot of different ways, depending on the situation. New is a transitional type of scenario. It can hit you in different ways depending on the situation you're in at that given time, time of day, time of week, time of year. Certain parts um, are times in your life where you've had very significant things happening, right? So think about it. New can bring on the feeling of excitement for change. It's a new opportunity. It's bringing you out of the cloud and the dust of something that you may have journeyed through that was not as pleasurable. New can bring on the feelings of anxiety and nervousness for fear of the unknown. How often are we in a situation where we don't know what to expect? We don't have a crystal ball. We don't know how to navigate those, um, those uh, situations, that terrain. could be very, very, very unknown, very uncomfortable. And we just don't know what to do. brings a level of anxiety. You know, New often can bring a level of uncomfortableness that is very palpable, right? And so when you think about new, new can often put us in situations that create an insane level of awkwardness. And the idea, when I was thinking about this around awkwardness, you know, awkwardness comes in a lot of different ways from, you know, hey, that awkward moment of silence or the uncomfortable or you don't know what's what or you're in a group of individuals that no one knows anyone. A lot awkward can always be or present itself in a lot of different ways, right? But I was reading an article as I'm working through this topic, um, an article by J.R. Thorpe uh, that he wrote in um, the digital magazine Bustle in February 2019. And it was titled, Awkwardness Has to Do with Our Desire to Be Accepted. In the article, Thorpe makes reference to a 2011 study where psychologists found that it only took four seconds. Four seconds is all it took. Four seconds of silence to become awkward. And the reason I point that out is to think about how a short moment of silence creates an unbelievably high level of awkwardness. And we've all been in that situation before where that awkwardness created an insane amount of just weird, 
maybe an anxiety, maybe a, hey, what do I do next? Maybe it's a, let me fill this space with just words and something just to create or diminish the level of awkwardness that I'm experiencing, right? But the awkwardness of a short moment of silence can be equivalent to the awkwardness of changing your current environment or current situation. It's all going to be awkward. It's all going to be new. It's all going to be different, right? So awkward is awkward, regardless of the situation or the environment that you're in. Now shift that over to your personal perspective. And that personal perspective may be different for everyone. I know it is for me. But new, the idea of new, can deliver a roller coaster of experiences. And these experiences are many unexpected peaks and valleys, right? Again, we talked about it could be excitement. It could be uh, nervousness, anxiety. But regardless of the feeling new brings to you, it's the foundation and the core. New offers us each, and I'm going to say this, and remember this word, new offers us all an opportunity. Opportunity is the key. The way we approach or respond to it is all about our perspective. You know, you guys have heard me say this before, and this is a model that I live by, a quote that I live by. It, it just resembles my life. Life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how we react. The ability to see the opportunity is often clouded by fear of change, right? New brings on a lot of different feelings. I'll keep saying that again, be very repetitive. But it's interesting how vision can either be clouded by fear or made visible by your drive, determination, and hope. Now, hope's not a strategy. Your drive, your planning, your determination, all of those things are going to make sure that you navigate any terrain that you're going through in ways that are unparalleled to what you've seen or experienced before, right? But new is change. New feels weird at first. Change is awkward at first. But the question you have to ask yourself, we all have to ask ourselves this, is what does new do for you? What does new do for me? And that is something that I've been very reflective on over the last several months, the last couple of years, because new is different and new can be awkward. But what is that new going to do for you? What does it provide for you? New reroutes your course and can push you in a direction that you never would have chosen on your own. Or maybe wouldn't have chosen because you always kept asking yourself, what if, what if, what if, right? Christopher McCandless, he was a 24-year-old American adventurer who passed away in 92. And he was known for his willingness in life and his journey in life to pursue an increasingly nomadic lifestyle, right? But he once said, the joy of life comes from our encounters with new experiences. And hence, there is no greater joy than to have an endlessly changing horizon, for each day to have a new and different sun. New is new as long as you allow your point of view to think as such. <clears throat> In order for new beginnings to be successful, you have to focus less on the problem of why you're trying to evolve from the old and focus more on what is the solution? What are you bringing? What are you providing? What are you solving for? And you may not even be solving for anything. You may just want a change. But 
you go back to asking yourself again, I've done this. And this is why this is a discussion point for me, but what is new going to provide for you? Every day is a new opportunity to be better than you were the day before. You know, as I think back to the idea of new and put in perspective, it's all about attitude. It's all about approach. And we just talked about the feeling, right? The feeling that new can bring to you or give to you. But the feeling is shaped by our approach to what new will do for each and every one of us. And that's going to change. It's going to shift. It's going to adapt, right? And that's okay. But the thing again, think ahead, think forward, right? The most important aspect of exploring new is getting started. Half the battle is putting one foot in front of the other to spark new or to spark change. But how do we do that? Because again, a lot of the struggle, excuse me, a lot of the struggle is getting started. How do you put that one foot in front of the other? You know, the hardest part of that journey for anyone is envisioning what that is envisioning how they begin and not getting jaded or focused on what happens if. Stop yourself right there. In my journey in life and everything that I've actually, you know, encountered and, and, and just uh, personal life experiences, professional life experiences and all these things, I boil things down to what is the ability Or how am I going to focus on keeping it simple? The moment we begin to make things complex is the moment that we begin to lose sight of our main purpose. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of times where we're not going to have a choice. We are going to be in a complex environment, a complex situation. And no matter what we do, it's not going to be simple. Right? I read a Harvard Business Review article by Peter Breckman from May of 2018, titled, How Do You Actually Start the Task You've Been Avoiding? And Peter talked about three steps to building competence at making transitions. Number one, start with willpower. Number two, commit to repetition. And number three, benefit from adaptability. Now, if we dive into those, we break that down a little bit, starting with willpower. You know, as we talked about uh, the very first episode Um, in season one around motivation. If you guys go back to that, or if you remember that, we talked about the push versus the pull, right? And what gets you started is not going to keep you going always because you're going to have those moments and those times where you're very challenged. It's very simple, very similar to willpower. Willpower is the control exerted to do something, but that control will give you a false sense of reality sometimes. Because willpower alone isn't sustainable. If you remember back to the episode, again, as I said, around motivation, what's your push, what gets you started, and what's your pull, what's going to keep you going? All right? The thought of willpower brings us full circle to that point. Willpower is going to push you. It's going to be that push. But what do you do when you need to maintain that course? and pull yourself through a situation. You've got to find something that day in and day out is going to keep you motivated, going to keep you going. 
Willpower will only get you started. But it's not going to create the stamina to maintain. Andreas Wetstein wrote a book, <clears throat> or wrote actually a LinkedIn article, not a book, in 2015, titled Why Willpower is Overrated to Create Sustainable Change. In the article, he talked about a lot of interesting points, some staggering statistics to support the notion behind willpower being a temporary fix and only to start, as we've said. But the most powerful statement to me in that article, it focused on the following, and I quote, the best way to use willpower is to invest it in building a habit or developing a skill because then we get something that's lasting in return. Think about that. You take that start, you take that motivation, you take that willpower to get you going, but you use that to fuel your ability to enhance and develop a skill. And when you become really great at that skill, it becomes innate and second nature. Now, that short-term spark actually created a long-term gain that is going to help you and build you and be valuable to you regardless, long-term. Second thing he talked about, commitment to repetition. How do we get good? How do we go from average to good? How do we go from good to great? Talked about this in a previous episode as well. It's doing the small things over and over and over again until you become a master at it. Repetition. Now keep this in mind. This is a two-way street, both good and bad. You practice good habits, you yield the potential for good returns. You practice bad habits, you yield the potential the same. But repetition helps us to evolve from a learned ability that we consciously have to focus on to a subconscious habit that becomes part of our normal everyday routine. Repetition of anything allows for things to become easier over time because the new and the awkward and the uncomfortable in that situation now becomes familiar, comfortable, and predictable. Number three, benefit from adaptability. After you push yourself to start and repetition drives consistency, the ability to adapt in any situation becomes easier. You elevate your ability to be more agile. But I also I keep going back. It sounds simple. It sounds pretty straightforward. But why is new so difficult for people to be uncomfortable to be comfortable, I'm sorry, and embrace? A 2014 Forbes article by Paul Brown touched on this point and highlighted a few areas that I'd like for us to explore just a little bit deeper. But he talked about, are we fearful of new because it's scary? What did I say earlier? Fearful sometimes clouds our ability to have proper vision, proper insight. But is it that we don't like new because it is scary? You know, new is scary. New is unpredictable. We've talked about this. But don't let new be your handicap. Don't let it stop you from achieving your greatness. There's a lot of people that look back on time and say, I wish I would have. Wish I would have taken the opportunity to take that, that new role. I wish I would have taken a chance and actually gone after that new position 
or wish I would have taken the opportunity to try this. Not living a life full of regrets and not living a life of I wish I would have. Right? Next thing, does new make us fearful of failure? You know, we can't fail if we never started to try. We've all heard that before. Failure is a matter of perspective, right? You have someone that <laughs> they don't succeed at something based on what their expectations are, and all of a sudden they failed. Maybe they try again, maybe they don't. Who knows? But again, we can't fail if we don't try. We have two choices to make. We can accept failure as our destiny, or we can learn from our perceived failures to drive our future success. But the reality is it comes down to one key thing. Choice is yours. Are you going to learn a better way to do it next time? As I mentioned before, just a second ago, how do we make each new day better than the last? Next point. Do we refuse the idea of new because of our pride? It's kind of interesting. Stick with me on this one, right? Are we fearful of looking like idiots? And I'll just say it. Are we fearful of looking like idiots to our friends, our peers, our loved ones? Remember those who are most critical of you and most critical of your effort are most often the ones reluctant to try it themselves. It's easy to be judgmental when you're on the sideline, when you're on the outside looking in. But remember one very important point. All of those very judgmental people, all those ones that are very critical of everything you do and hyperanalyze everything you do, they're on the outside for a reason. I'm not saying what that reason is because it would probably be different for everyone. But don't let the perception, the judgment, and the critical thought of outside people fuel your desire to do something different, to do something new. Don't let that happen. Next, do, do you resist the opportunity of new because you don't feel you have everything you need? How often have we said that? Yeah, you know, soon as this happens, then I'll be ready to go. Soon as this happens, oh, I'll be ready. Why? If you're waiting for the perfect time, it'll never exist and it'll never present itself. There's never going to be a perfect time for any scenario to unfold. The key is to be as prepared as you can, think through your strategy, and execute the hell out of your plan. And you're going to have bumps, you're going to have pitfalls, you have peaks and valleys along the way. But the most important thing, learn from every experience, learn from the great experiences, get even better. Learn from the shortfalls continue to get even better. Last point, does everyday life get in the way of your new new? There will always be something that causes us to lose focus or get distracted. How much stamina do you have to maintain the course? Remember, what got us here won't get us there. And it's so interesting. I was having dinner with my brother, um, a couple of weekends ago, and we were sitting down just talking about life experiences and life situations and things that are happening in both of our lives right now. And, you know, he said a quote, 
and our, our, our statement, and it really stuck with me. I had to pause as soon as I heard him say it. But he mentioned the point that evolution and change is inevitable. But your ability to adapt is optional. Your ability to grow is optional, right? That's key. Evolution of yourself, evolution of your mind, your ability to be agile, your ability to adapt and adjust, all of these things are key. Be bold. Be brave. Be intentional with what you plan to accomplish. Dare to be different. But take each and every day as an opportunity to be new. Be brand new every single day. The beginning is new for everyone at some point in the game. But new doesn't have to be as scary. New can just be different. It's all about determination. It's all about preparation. It's all about execution. And it's about follow through. Embrace the idea of new. Because it could be the opportunity that you've been waiting for. And you just didn't realize it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt this topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions at you at the whybehindyou.org. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week, and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode of The Why Behind You.